You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. I am super excited to bring you this message. I have been getting this question a lot, and I think it's because of the low interest rate environment that we are currently in. So I really want to talk to you about consolidating debt inside your mortgage. When I hear people say, I have some debt, I want to uh, look to put my debt inside my mortgage. Let's unify the payment, get out of debt. It's in my mortgage, which is a much lower interest rate than what it would be if I was just holding it on my credit card or in my line of credit. Those are all really positive things. But what I wanted to do was just break down this conversation a little bit because there is a little bit more involved to it. It's not a cookie cutter answer as to whether or not you should just consolidate your debt into your mortgage, right? There are more considerations. So before getting into some, you know, I guess cons, I want to look at the pros. What are, what are some of the positive things about consolidating debt into your mortgage? So you know, the obvious one, right? You're eliminating debt, hopefully, right? So you're getting rid of your debt, you're putting it into a lower debt vehicle, which is your mortgage, right? Because your mortgage is still debt, although we don't think of it in the same way that we do think about credit card or line of credit or payday loans, things like that. It is still debt, but it's, you know, it's a different kind of debt. And typically the interest rate is much lower, especially now, especially now we are seeing really low uh, mortgage rates, which again, that is a positive, right? Let's put a high interest debt, put it on a lower interest debt and uh, save, save some money that way. So I think that's, that's really positive. So you're getting out of debt, you're saving money essentially on those lower interest rates. Another positive or a key advantage to to wanting to do this is you're freeing up cash flow, right? So if you are normally putting, let's say, $500 on your credit card or line of credit, well, now you're essentially freeing up that amount to reallocate to however you wish, which is always a great thing. You know, I talk a lot about freeing up cash flow and improving cash flow. I think it's so important. The end of the day, it's not usually how much money you make, it's how much money you spend. So we want to make sure that money is flowing in and it's also flowing out really well as well. So those are, you know, the positives to consolidating debt within your mortgage. But what I think happens is the conversation stops there and it shouldn't because there are some negative things to doing this, to having this approach. So what are they, right? And I think this is really important to have this conversation. The very first one is, and I and I kind of already spoiled it a little bit by saying you're eliminating your debt within your mortgage. You're actually not, right? You still have the debt. So whether it's a $5,000 Visa card that you are consolidating now in your mortgage, whether it's a $20,000 vehicle loan that now you're put inside your mortgage, you still have the debt, right? The debt is just now 
hidden inside your mortgage. So what oftentimes can happen is we think we don't have that debt anymore, but we do. It's just in a lower cost vehicle inside of your mortgage. So it's that whole notion of, oh, like, and and I'm not knocking that feeling, right? I think having financial ease and taking away some financial stress, some of the times with my clients, this is a viable strategy. You're always going to want to talk to your own professional about what strategy makes the most sense for you. And, and in some cases, consolidating debt inside a mortgage does make a lot of sense. Okay. So I'm not knocking it by any means. I'm just saying that there is another side of the conversation that often gets missed. And that's really the hiding of debt within your mortgage and having that false sense of, oh, I don't have any debt or I'm debt free. I hear that a lot. And debt free. Oh, you don't have a mortgage? Well, yeah, I have a mortgage. Okay, so you're not actually debt free, you're consumer debt free, right? So there is a difference there. And I just I point that out only because what can tend to happen is especially with vehicle loans. So if you are somebody that has a vehicle loan that maybe you were upside down on, so being upside down on a vehicle loan essentially means you owe more than what the vehicle is worth. And typically I do see this happen over and over and over again with people that have six, seven, eight year loans on their vehicles, right? So the longer that your loan is on your vehicle, the chances are that by the time you get to the end or you know halfway through, you actually owe more on that vehicle than what it's actually worth just because of the depreciation on a vehicle. And that's a whole other conversation. But essentially, if you are putting your vehicle loan inside of your mortgage to, to pay that off sooner, free up some cash flow, again, might be the best strategy for you, depending on your situation and your goals. But there is this false sense of, oh, well, I don't have a car payment anymore. My car is paid off. So sometimes the feeling is, well, I'll just go get a new car, right? Because my car is now five years old. I don't want it anymore. I want a new car. You know, you get distracted by that shiny object. When in fact, if you've taken that loan and you put it inside your mortgage, you're likely still paying for it. So if you then go out and go buy a new car, you're still paying on the old one. It's just now tucked inside your mortgage. So you're not thinking that you're, that you have two car payments, but you really do. Right. And I don't think people think of it that way. So that's one consideration. The second consideration, and this one is really, really, really important is are you getting to the root cause of what caused the debt that you were consolidating in the first place? What do I mean by that? So something happened along the way that has led you to have debt, right? If you are consolidating debt, something happened along the way that led you to having debt. And some of the times it's things that are outside of our control. So we maybe had a job loss or there was a health crisis, right? Or our furnace blew and we needed to replace it, right? Those are all necessities. It's not necessarily like you are overspending at the shopping mall. However, the root cause of that, right? So for example, if your furnace blew and you needed to get a new one because you need to heat your home, then the root cause of that is that you didn't have emergency savings. You didn't have adequate emergency savings. So we need to address that, right? You can't just consolidate your debt inside your mortgage and then that's it, right? It's okay, I dealt with the problem. No, you've actually just put a Band-Aid solution over the problem. The real problem here was that we didn't have an emergency fund to deal with this stuff. So you have to kind of do both. You have to look at the debt that you have and figure out what's the best 
where's the best place to have it? And then get to that root cause of why did that debt happen? Why is it here? And is there something I can do now to help make sure that that doesn't happen again. So emergency fund savings, maybe it's an addiction to Amazon. I was dealing with a client and she has an ex-spouse that sometimes doesn't pay child support. So there's a lot of different scenarios out there. So you have to understand where's the root cause. So for her, what we need to do is we need to build her cash flow plan, assuming that that child support payment is not going to come in. And that's unfortunate, but that was the situation she was in more times than not. So if that's the case, then designing a cash flow plan around this money that half the time is not there, she's always going to be chasing, right? She's always going to be going into debt. So it just didn't make sense to do that. So getting to the root cause of what caused the debt is super important. And that piece gets missed. The debt goes into the mortgage. It goes away, essentially, in your mind. You don't think about it. It's paid off. Well, now you have all of these open cards and all of this open line of credit or, you know, just access to credit again, where if you haven't dealt with that root problem, what happens, unfortunately, is a lot of times the debt comes back because we haven't addressed that root cause. Okay, so that's really, really, really important. And then the last consideration that I think people are aware of, but I don't know how much they really think about it and how much they stress test their plan around this last point. And that is what if interest rates rise, right? We are currently in a very, very low interest rate environment when it comes to our mortgages. And it is not unrealistic to think that those interest rates are going to rise. To what level? I have no idea. I know my parents, I can remember them telling me back in the 80s, 90s, when mortgage rates were insane, like 19, 20, 24% mortgage interest rates. Like, I can't even imagine what that must have been like back then. And now with, and I don't, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but I, if I was a betting person, which I'm not, uh, but if I was a betting woman, I would not suspect our interest rates to see something like that ever again, but anything is possible. And I think that's what that showed us, right? We also didn't think we'd ever have a, the world shut down due to a, a virus. So I feel like there are, sometimes you got to look back at history and think, okay, maybe 20% mortgage interest rates are very unlikely but are 5% likely, 6%, 7%? I think so. And in how long? I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. And anybody that's telling you, yes, you know, they're going to stay the same. The low interest rates are here to stay. You know, I, I think the point is that we don't know. And, and you should really test your mortgage around interest rates rising 2 3 4% and just see what would happen. What would happen if my... 2% mortgage rate went to six, what would happen, you know, and, and just have that conversation. Am I, am I happy with that answer of what, what would happen, right? Would I have to sell the home? Would we have to make certain changes and really have that honest conversation with yourself so that you're not caught flat footed and thinking, wow, why did I ever do that? Why did I do that? Right. And I think that's a, a conversation that, that needs to be had. So those are, you know, my tips, I think there's a lot of upside to consolidating debt within your mortgage. If you have that availability, especially if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, 
something to explore for sure. If your financial advisor is not having these types of conversations with you, I urge you to go and speak to them and ask them for guidance in this area. And, you know, if they can't help you, and if you live in Canada, I'd love to help you. And yeah, you reach out, ask me questions. I, I just love this stuff. And I want to see, you know, kind of 2021, I really realized I want to empower as many women as I can with their finances. I, I really want to get my message out that finances can be simple. They can be easy, right? They really can be easy. I've had so many clients tell me, wow, I've never realized that I could actually enjoy looking at my bank accounts and like looking at my finances because we're actually making headway. And I think that is so exciting when you take somebody that thinks they'll never be out of debt and they're just recycling credit, you know, paying off a line of credit with the visa card and then just circling it around and never ever getting anywhere because they haven't dealt with what the issues are and how to use credit in in the most efficient way and and how to use debt efficiently because debt isn't bad. It doesn't have to be bad. It, it can be bad, absolutely. But it doesn't have to be. And I think there, there's a real distinction there. So it's understanding, you know, taking credit card debt and putting it in your mortgage doesn't automatically make that now good debt, right? We still have to get back to why did the debt occur in the first place? And have I put the steps in place to make sure that doesn't happen again? So I'd love to hear what you think. Take a screenshot of this episode, throw it on your Instagram stories, tag me at Heidi Rumore. I would love to hear what you think. And I want to hear from you. Have you ever consolidated the debt in your mortgage? Tell me about that experience. I would love to hear. So I hope everybody has an awesome rest of your day and we will talk soon. Bye. <music>